You are now checked in to Stand Up New York Labs. Oh, yeah. You're listening to Lust for Life with Mad Dog Mattern. This is Lust for Life. This is America's number one podcast as voted on by Canadians. It is a huge vote. Every province, including the territories and the Yukons. Scotland is voting about our, our podcast yes. and about leaving England. There are two things on that agenda. Yes. Um, they should vote to stay with Britain. They should and stay vote that we're number one. That's, that's the most important thing right there. And oh. third on that ballot is should they kill dragons because they still have them there. Yes. Are we talking about that? Can we talk about that? Yeah, we're going to talk about whatever this is. I'll All set right. it up. I'll yeah, set it let's up. talk about that. My name is James L. Mattern. The artwork still says Mad Dog. That's bullshit. And if you're in public and you call me that, I will smack you in the mouth. Ma- I won't. But I just think you should get over it. And people booking me, who uh, also my Facebook friends and I'm in your feed, when you book me on the road, please take notice that Mad Dog's nowhere else mm. on my Facebook so don't have a picture of me from 37 years ago where I look like I was John Belushi's sperm mm-hmm. in the Blues Brothers. That was a good role of yours. Yeah, it was pretty good. <laughs> I, was, I was very convincing. I'm still getting royalties from John Landis and that. And um, with the Mad Dog, just stop with that shit, okay? Be, a rel- be, be aware. Let's introduce what's going on here. First of all, I'm drinking. I don't usually drink on the air. We're I've, all drinking. We're all drinking. I've changed my routine in my workout. I did squats in between steps, running steps which probably makes me sound like a big vag everyone, I don't care. So I'm very cranky, a lot of business shit's going on. We just had a big business meeting that you guys are not privy to. Bada bing, bada boom. What are you gonna do? Hey, hey, yo, we had to take care of that thing with the guy in the place. But we're gonna have some drinks. Our guest didn't make it. We were supposed to record this a week ago. <laughs> We've been waiting here for a week. I had him <laughs> put it in his thing. He ain't showing, he been phenomenal. So what are you gonna do? So we're gonna just do a makeshift one. We're gonna talk general. If you don't like that, then, then listen, there's some great podcasts out there. Listen to them. But we have a good lineup here. We, of course, have, I'm looking at, and you've heard his voice. You can't see his hair. His hair is growing through your earbuds. I'm shaving it soon. No. I, then we're going to keep it. We have to give it to cancer kids. We have I'll to. That. Because that's too good a hair not to that. use. He's the right hand. He's the hand of the king. His name is Benji Suswine. But what do we know him as, Cacciatore? Sweet, sweet, sweet. Sweet wine. A sweet wine. A sweet wine. Wow. That was nice. I like the alley oop right there. Boom, boom, boom. Always we, a pleasure, family. We getting a fantasy basketball going this year? It's gonna come. Okay, okay. Sorry for jumping. The no, game. it's you should jump it. Our league's good. I'm sorry we couldn't get you in football. You're gonna be the guy. I'm not to a football to... guy. Oh, I'm phasing out of football. It's too violent. Well, the fantasy's too violent. Yes, I got no, my teeth knocked out. I don't want to be watching that. I don't want when you guy gets crunched on the field and the whole stadium erupts. That's bad conditioning in your brain. It's Romans and Christians, yes. That's something we're going to get to as well. Um, At least other sports, you're not supposed to be violent. Well, here's the thing. I love football. It's in my blood. And I had years where I didn't like it. And I realized it is great. It's the American pastime. And Sundays, I love it. I watch the Jets. I'm a Jets fanatic. NFL just had the worst week ever. Worst week ever in their life. Um, People who think the commissioner's going to make it, we'll see. But it wasn't his fault. But he did dirty shit like Nixon. He thought he was more powerful than the game. And it's going to bite him in the ass. All right. But we'll get to this in a second. Um, best sports, basketball. Basketball is beautiful. Hoops is gorgeous. It's, uh, it's art. It's jazz. It's the greatest thing. And so, yes, I can't wait for NBA season. I can't wait for fantasy hoops. I, I like- am the defending champion. I hate to brag. Um, but that's it. And in fantasy football, I'm 2-0. The Herschel White Walkers. We're going to mm. win tonight. Booyah! Herschel White Walkers, bitches. 
Sitting in third mic, an executive producer of the show, a living legend. His name is Aaron Friedman, but you know him as Super Tramp. Hey, long time listener, first time third mic. No, you were third mic with the, oh, the, the w- lost we, episode. We never really said, right? Or did we? We did. I was oh. told we talk about the show too much, so I don't want to talk about okay. the show. No, I'm just playing. I'm going to talk nothing about the show just to spite people. I'm just playing. All right. um, yes, you were outstanding on that. Um, Tramp sitting in. We have a lot of things we could talk about. There's a lot of general things. We might talk about things that happened in the week, which we rarely do, because we are recording this probably about six hours before you hear it on a Tuesday. Probably. If you listen the day it comes out. Right. All right. So these are, these are things that are going on. We have Scotland leaving. The UK. I don't know the full story. Where's that at? Did they vote yet? I think the vote is what? This week. I have no idea. You know how I found out about this? Tell me. The fucking John face- Oliver. Facebook status updates of, yes. of, of groundskeeper Willie. I, n- I had no idea this was going on. <laughs> it's a really peaceful way to just give a middle finger to England, right? Everyone else had to like starve themselves and, sh- and fight revolutions. Yes. They're like, we're going to ask each other what we want, and this may not be going on much longer. Well, I don't know the whole story. Casatory, maybe you know, or maybe you can research some stuff. But the fact is, I, know, I didn't get to see what John Oliver said about it. Oh, I missed that also. But he, I'm, I'm guessing, because of the way he thinks, the argument's probably over stability financially. Because for those of you who don't know Quebec, French Canada, they've had beef with the regular, quote-unquote, regular Canadians for years. But no, but here's the interesting thing. They came very close my senior year in high school. I, that This was either, I think it was in 96. They had a vote, less than a percentage point, to stay with Canada. What people do not know is if that other percentage point would have went, they would have seceded. They basically said within six days they would have declared bankrupt and asked Canada for a loan. Of course. So this is something that needs to be considered. Everyone wants to be independent, but some people aren't positioned to be. So Scotland, right. make sure your bank's in fucking order. Right. That's all I'm saying about this that. Is, I mean, the same reason Puerto Rico doesn't entirely want to be uh Independent, they don't have a ton going for them, and, and their economies. U.S. is the best doing thing they all have right. going for them. They'd be asking us for cash, baby. Yeah, straight cash, homie. You know, I think you know, I think we should trade. Uh, I think we should trade Puerto Rico for Hawaii. Really? What do you mean trade? We already have Hawaii. Right, but I mean, who are we I trading mean, with? We have Puerto Rico and Hawaii. No, but I mean, we can only have fifty <laughs> states without changing the flag. I don't think we should change the flag. Oh no, I bet we could put a make, one creatively make, somewhere. No, make Puerto Rico the fiftieth state and let Hawaii go. Why let Hawaii go? Because it's all the way over there. I mean, it's it's silly. No, Hawaii's big for controlling the Pacific. Yes. Well, we could still have like uh, be like a, but we got Guam still, you know. Mm. Yeah, but Guam's not a know. state. And like, well, I don't yeah, want but a I don't think I don't think Hawaii, Hawaii. Need, I don't think Hawaii. They don't even want to leave. Why are you pushing them out like that? I, I don't know. Well, they don't like being American either. I don't you like volcanoes. So? I haven't heard any beef. I don't that's think what they're crazy. That's what I've heard. I've they heard. hate us, Howleys. Yeah. How's Howleys allowed as a racial slur? I haven't even heard that one before. Howleys. Means you white people. I saw Twelve Years a Slave for the first time last night. They didn't say Howley once the whole movie. Then that's it. That's the gospel. But um, yeah, you realize people don't even know what Puerto Rico is. Like it's it's. Do you need a passport to get there? No, it is America. Use American money. Yeah, right. But they're semi-autonomous as well. Yes, but you can ask. Like they don't have a seat in Congress and shit. No, but and I have a a bit about this, and this is the truth. You they vote at the con like. At the conventions for Democrat and Republican. Right. They vote them. The great Commonwealth of Puerto Rico. There's always one person taking point for the state. Always. And, and the, the, dudes vo- the dudes always sound like they've been drinking for like four months straight. 
the great state of Louisiana, and they just lean into it, and you could just tell that they got three hookers waiting back at the room. They've already gotten laid in the bathroom. America. So it's, yes. It's, <laughs> and, and then Puerto Rico, the great Commonwealth of Puerto Rico pledges six votes to George W. Bush, and it's, it's huge. But then the general election, nothing. How Who about got? this? It's like D.C., right? D.C. votes in both. Oh, yes. okay. Do you think there'll ever be a time in our lifetime that we don't have like the countries we have today that it is just can we just get to like a humanity well that's why it is something i joke about on stage too with, uh, with millennials millennials do not see color right it really is getting to that point racism is still gonna last for a while but it is diluting Absolutely. it is diluting with young people because you're on stage and you're like Hey, uh, you're an Asian girl. <gasps> Everyone freaks out, and, and then you see like shock from her friend. Even like, oh, I didn't know that that uh, Kim was Asian. Right. Like, does that? How did you know? Yeah, and so I've been joking to like millennials. I'm like, it's so adorable in a sense that I feel like you go home and you pull out your maps, which you don't have any physical maps, but if you do, or a globe, On your iPad. Yeah, you take an eraser and you try to get rid of the boundaries. I re really think it's never going to happen, but in a way, I think we're leading towards that. Towards eliminating that shit. I think this also, this whole ISIS thing, it's going to bring bring people with a lot of differences together for a common enemy. I think that's going to be a really interesting, uh, like, I don't know, ramification of it. I don't know if that's the right word, but result of this whole, you know, people who In typically... Countries that typically would not see eye to eye on anything now have a common enemy. So yes. they can say, hey, I know we have our differences, but at least we agree on, you know, basic human rights and whatever this is to fight against those guys. And that makes us on the same team now. So they go, okay, you do it your way. We do it our way. We all get to live. Blah blah. blah. Maybe this will actually help progress the world. I don't know. It's kind of like that 1984 shit where you always need like an enemy. Like you look at, at Germany and France never got along, and then communism came along, and it was like the, the the common enemy thing. I don't I don't know if it's actual advancement. It just kind of changes who the enemy is at a given point. And I think well, I think it clarifies for us. Like, go, oh, okay, everyone on side A at least has the same priorities, or you know, we draw the line at the same place with basic human rights and you know the importance of human life and all that stuff. Yeah, but I don't. I'm gonna be honest. I don't follow the news that much. Yeah, ISIS is scaring me. So I, when people say ISIS, and I know this is an issue, but it's very ironic that it's the same name that Archer worked for as a spy in the show Archer. Oh, conspiracy! Great, great show. But then they changed. I, I don't like the last two seasons, and they went from ISIS to they became coke dealers. Maybe they found out that this ISIS shit has been taken <laughs> bogarted by an evil group. And so this is really crazy to me that there's everyone's talking about ISIS. And I'm like, are you talking about John, uh, John, B., uh, John H. Benjamin and uh, what's her name? Aisha, Aisha Tyler. Tyler. Like, this is crazy to me. I think that's what they're talking about. Well, that's crazy. So explain the whole. No, no, no. I feel lost right now. And the there's whole show. this group. Maybe we should reboot it. They broke away. They were too extreme for Al-Qaeda. They want to start an Islamic state. They're just marching around saying we're claiming territory and towns and and whatever we say goes, and they're raping and killing and massacring and stealing and just crazy shit. It's amazing. They're just like, no one's stopping us, so we're going to continue marching. Jesus. They own an area larger. It's bigger than New York State. It's, it's like the whole Northeast. It's mostly desert, but that's pretty crazy. This is going to sound ridiculous, but it's the truth. Tears for Fears said it right in the 80s. Everybody wants to rule the world. 
people act like, I love when people want to talk about utopia. Oh, if everyone just did this, we'll all live happy. No one wants to live happily ever after. People say that, you and maybe there's so? a small percentage of it. Conflict and chaos and, is the natural order. And, 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 and people want to gather and no. grab shit. Do you think we're, people we're want your toys. phasing out of that, though? I don't know about that. I mean, maybe with, like I said, the millennials, for lack of a better term, everyone's happy and, and that, but they still want their things. Uh, everyone wants yeah, their things. No one's entitled. You got a you got a you got a distinction between the the people and and the state. You know the people may always want that, but the state always is going to resist that because that's their you know control mechanism. I mean, you look at even the people who are in power now were part of the the you know the flower generation, and they they were as idealistic as any of these millennials could possibly be. But then once it comes down to power, you got to. But here's a question: Yes, the people. That's that's valid. You bring up the people want peace and don't necessarily want the world. Right. But the state does. There's always well, going there's to be a state. That. There's always going to be a state. We can all say let's live happily, and we're people. Someone's going to become leadership. Someone's going to want to be leadership. They become the state, and then that's when those things happen. There's also the flip side. So, flip it, baby. So these two journalists that are American are killed publicly. You know, YouTube videos and all that. Yes. The public looks to Obama. Well, what are you going to do about it? And instead of saying, well, last time we rushed into something, it was a huge mistake. Let us take this slow and not react. You know, last time there was a terrorist attack, we jumped to conclusions and we got into a whole big problem that was bad. Let us not be driven by our emotions right now. Yes, this is a terrible thing, but sacrificing more money and more lives doesn't change that terrible thing. How do we approach this rationally to fix a problem of, you know, safety of Americans? And you know what? Get out of that fucking area. No yeah. more reporting from the cave deserts of the Middle East. Guys, I'm sorry. I don't care if you're wearing a UN hat. They don't give a shit. They're looking after you because they need their kidnapping. They are buying kidnap. It, there's an incentive to kidnap. But Get out of that area. But now this is the age of the rock star journalist in a sense. The Gon Gonzo journalism has become real journalism with Vice, drones. our friends we at Vice, who we love drone Vice. journalists is what we should well, have. There's a terrific uh, ISIS documentary actually on Vice where they were embedded with the ISIS fighters as they were taking over. Oh, I can't wait to see this. Uh, it's great. It's like five parts and that'll fill you in basically on everything you need to know about that. Well, it's that's really our good. episode today. Check <laughs> out Vice. Um, we, we just took your king and queen. One move right mm. there. Checkmate, everybody. Um, but we're always going to have someone there because yeah. that's where the meat is right now on the plate. The meat is there and journalists need to break stories. I know, but... And they all want to be Hunter Thompson. What do you guys think about the U.S. not paying ransoms in those situations and not trying to save those lives through money? Well, what's the argument on not? What, what, are, what are we saying? In by paying, I'd like to hear both sides of the argument. I'll make my the decision. ransoms, you're giving an incentive for future kidnappings. Okay. They know we can kidnap anyone and get money out of these people because they value life more than any dollar amount, so we can demand it. And you're, you're ultimately putting more people at risk because they don't want to kill soldiers then. They want to kidnap them. Yes. They don't want the, the, the journalists also. Yeah? No, it's, the same, it's anything with, like, beggars. Yeah, I don't, I don't give money to beggars. Yeah, no, I mean, and, and, and I, I mean, I was thinking about it. I had a conversation in terms of, like, uh, giving spots to people who always hang out. It's the way that you're just reinforcing behavior that right. you don't want. That's valid. Yeah, but the flip side of that is, at the end of the day, you can save a life. I would probably not. I'm going to say it. It's easy to say it now as I'm having red wine at 530 on the PM on a Monday on a night I have off after this. It's very easy for Good me to say. I think it's not 5 a.m. That would well, be normal. Could, well, that would be, <laughs> yes. For us, yes. For, mo for most of our lives, sure. Um, I, I hate to admit this. I've had 
I guess, a dream of this, where I basically get sacrificed by terrorists like on television. Yeah, really? I've had this, and I think I'd be okay with it. One of the reasons, God, my funeral would be amazing. I bet I can get good bands to play You'd be there. Remembered like a motherfucker. We could get Bruce to play probably. <laughs> Definitely my boys in the Killers, who I haven't talked to in years. I think we could get oh, them, but show. we could probably get Bruce to play with them. I mean, you could assassinate me right now. But of course, it's not assassination. I'm not worth a fuck right now. But yeah. something like that. But no, I think about it. The I would not. I I, I think in I the think moment I would still be like, you know what? Piss on you. No, we're not going to compromise with you. We're not going to give credence to what you're doing. I, I will give my life for guns, a greater good. Literally. Which is something that I think, with this utopia shit, we all say that. We would, well, we'd, I, I'd wish my life was worth more than just for me trying to afford a lobster tail and to get laid and, and be able to go vacation in Turkey next week. If you have nothing to die for, you have nothing to live for. You have nothing for. to live for. I, I've toyed with this in King. my head. Yes. If, if I could, if there was someone who came down and said, listen, I can guarantee you no one will ever get hurt ever again in the world in anything, but you have to die. You'd do it? You, you'd, and if, if, you, if it seemed halfway credible, I'd do it. <laughs> right, if it wasn't an email from a Nigerian prince saying yeah. that. <laughs> or some of these kids who hang around the comedy clubs looking for now spots. How, hey, man, if you just do that, I promise now you. How, now, how much scabs. do you think of that is uh, ego? And how much of that is like benevolence? How much of it is for the world? How much of it is so people uh, remember? It was James L. Matters. There's definitely part of that. You can't deny that it's not, but it's also you're incredibly selfish if you're not willing to give up your okay, life for about, everyone else. How about this? Same scenario. Nobody knows that you sacrifice your life for it. It just comes to the world, and everyone yeah, thinks you still it just happens. You still do it. You still, you still do, do it. it. You, you have go. to. That's a good answer. You still you prefer the other one, right? Um, but at a school, a bridge, or something. But you know what, do? dude? If it came down, because obviously, if you are a somewhat decent person, you should love a lot of people. And when you talk to people, maybe we misuse love. I think love is used a lot more than probably what it actually means anymore. But not necessarily a bad thing, because mm. you know people we used to be talk, very stingy about, about it. People were very stingy about it for years. About love? Yes, about that what word. Giving it out. I could tell you, baby. What is love? <laughs> Oh, good. Catch, we're going to end with This Love by Pantera on this episode. Done. That'd be great. Yes. Um, But let me just say... People have a lot of loves. In Judaism, they they often bring the question, what happens if... Can you you sacrifice one life to save, you know, two or an infinite or however many? And the answer is always no. You don't sacrifice one life for anything. Every life is precious and you don't put yours at risk. So if you say there's a train about to hit a car of babies, you got to, you can jump in front of it and save everyone. You're not supposed to really do that. Why though? Because you're supposed to, in that moment, you never sacrifice a life is the, is the end, is the end message there. No, it's I, not on you to decide when you live or die. Yeah, I get that. And that's that whole suicide thing. And you know, Remember, I was raised Catholic, so what? Suicide goes straight to hell or purgatory, whatever. Who knows? That does make sense le- uh, logistically mm-hmm. in my head. But if you, you know, want to get into that stuff. But, man, if I could help everyone else. Right. All well, these people that you love still have good lives. It's worth it, dude. It Come is. Come on, man. It's, it's, it's worth it. Rationally, I, I agree with you that, yeah, you make that sacrifice because it's not about you as an individual. It's about the greater good and community and the world and humanity. Do you, do you care about grounding out the short or do you care about getting that run home and helping your team win? Your, right. your batting average is going to go down and, you know, that, that might affect you in contract time and, and your career and Hall of Fame. Right. But don't you want 
everyone else to win. Don't you want to help your team? You still get that RBI, though. You still get the RBI. Yeah, right. you make a productive out. Okay, but how about you how don't about get an RBI if you hit into a double play? Exactly. If you well, hit into a double just play. advance the runner. Okay, this is whatever. The don't you just... Depends on what the third base coach. I got you, bitches, on that double play one. You did. You did. Yes. No, I mean, if 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 your third base coach says you hit it here, you try to hit it there, right? Those guys are usually drunks. Let's be honest. They're. <laughs> At least in little league, they were. Let's be real blunt yeah. about it. I can't imagine it's changed since then. Yes, I mean the evolution of that. I also think ultimately we need millennials in these. Middle Eastern countries. We need the next generation to say <laughs> all of them right yes. now. No more that. No, we need. Yes, can we trade them? <laughs> Just put them there. Listen. Just... At the end of the day, we have a military answer to what is not a military question. So we're not solve. So what happens if we go in, we kill ISIS, everyone is murdered, and then what? You don't think you just created a vacuum? Like, that's kind of what happened before. You need those people to say, hey, we don't want to have a society of violence. We want to ch live in the modern world and be able to practice our religion freely, which people are okay with. And you can't control the whole territory and, and the women and the other religions also. You have to kind of open your mind a little bit. It has to, step, has to at least start from them, I think. Yeah, I mean, and who knows? Maybe they are kids there, but in some of these countries... You're, the average kid doesn't have a voice. Yeah, but you're starting to see the first, you know, the first like wave Egypt. of it with these Arab Spring uprisings. People saying we don't like our leader. Let's change something. At least they know they can change something if they if the population's behind it. Now take that a step further and go. Wow, we have to not just be murdering people and kidnapping and raping and it's just crazy what's going on there. See, it's so crazy. Like. And it's other places also. I'm not, I mean, oh, North Korea and these African places. And... It's so weird when people want to just, all right, so I'm patriotic. I love America. I'm very And America has a lot of work to do as well. I don't want to Without a put... question. Yeah. Without a question. But the fact is, um, we look at all these other countries, like people like in, let's just say Iraq and Iran and Middle East countries. How fools, don't they realize right. how stupid they are? And we're trying to help them. They're being fed a lot of the stuff we're being fed too. Mm -hmm. Like just that's exactly what they think of us. Yes. You fools, don't you see the that way it should lambs. be like us? Exactly. Yes, that's how it is. You're supposed to root for where you're from. I spent most of my life hating the city of Las Vegas. I was like Luke Skywalker in Tatooine. I couldn't wait to get the fuck out of. I always compared it. First time I came back, I felt like Luke and Jedi. Yeah, I like the desert. It's got the same vibe. It's like yeah, yeah. There's nothing to see here. Right. You know. Uh, I, I used to live here. You know. Right. You're gonna Hermits die here. You know. Living in the desert. Yeah. And as I'm far away, you can't find a bigger supporter Las Vegas because I'm from there, and it's that stupid shit. I know people. Tramps from Syracuse. My cousin is from Syracuse. Hated Syracuse. My unofficial cousin, Tim, co-host of uh, Get in the Ring, Guns N' Roses Appreciation podcast. Um, he, he basically will agree with everything you say that's shitty about Syracuse. But if someone else says something bad, right. you don't know shit. That's my hometown. It's like, is it valid or is it not? It's but like the N-word. We, we, we get to say it, not you guys. Because it's you. And we all want to root for where we're from. And it logistically, logically, it don't make sense. You could be from somewhere horrible. You know what I'm saying? Like, just like, you have to, you gotta stick by your family. I've never agreed with that stick by the family thing. If they're worth it, yes. What if your dad was Hitler? He's always right? Nope, he's fucking wrong. Hate to break it to you. He's wrong. Hey, blah, 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 blah. Um, no, I'm gonna listen to someone else's parents, sir. Mm -hmm. All right? 
Maybe I'll go listen to this Churchill guy in England, Dad. He's got ideas. Yeah. He drinks a lot in the morning, but who cares? I went back to this, back to Syracuse this weekend. Uh, for the first time, it was like it was like, it was like that uh, you 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 can never go home again feeling. Mm-hmm. It was awful. It was? it was. Yeah, it was great seeing my parents, but it was. And eventually, it might not. It's depressing. Did it, it put like, a different perspective on your life in the city now? Yeah, yeah. I mean, for for I just, for just the rem- better. This just remind me of like what what an asshole I am with like the grass is always green. This whole time I've spent in the city just hating on the city. You've been hating the city. Yeah, why would anyone live in this awful fucking concrete smelly place? This city, I get down on every once in a while. New York? Yeah, I I do think about LA and I do think other cities. If if this career that I'm doing, if I could go to Austin, Texas, bye-bye, or San Francisco, goodbye. Those are ideal spots. Yeah, it's Definitely, not the best. No, I like New York better than than L.A. And I'm not really, at the end of the day, a New York guy. I'm not this fast-paced, like, hockey yes. kind of whatever. But it's way better than L.A. Yeah, but for s- swimming pools and, and houses on the hills, though, eventually somewhere I'd like to be. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, but you get that San Diego. Yeah, but I'm but in this industry, yeah. oh, my God. To, if I could live in Laurel Canyon with a nice little pool and a good view, I'm in, baby. I'll cash out right now, son. <laughs> Go tramp. Yeah, no, it was the first first time I came back to uh, to New York, and it felt like I was coming home. It was a mm. nice uh, nice feeling. Look at that, and you were coming from home. Yeah, Ooh, yeah, yeah. Ironic. But it was it was an interesting, weird. I know you guys don't like talking comedy, but just oh, like, they don't care. At this point. The local comedy scenes in in these like local places are so bad, without question. But that's why you come here. Yeah. Do you think that it, the talent there is just naturally bad or they don't no. have a proper system or mentorship or whatever it is. There's no people there guiding them to yeah, become it's, better it's or the, how to become better. That's exactly that's exactly what it is. They don't they don't know what they're trying to do. So mm-hmm. so you know so it's just this hacky dumb like they're telling jokes and the jokes have like structure and they work. It's like why are you saying this? This is nothing to do with anything. There's no right. there's no there's no honesty no. or relevance. It's just like okay I, I, there's just a punchline there. Well, mm-hmm. this is the the arrogance that we have here and even LA, which we look down on LA comics, but that's another discussion. It's, they look down on it, us. I don't so know. If, I don't know. Arrogant. I you know. I don't know if it's arrogance. Well, it's not arrogance, but we are trying to do something. Like, I oh God, now we got booze and we're talking real. Um, Throw down. Just I pl- I play. No uh, this is my home club, stand up New York, and anyone knows that I love this place. There's other places I I am a huge fan playing of, um, and then there's some that are paychecks. And right. there's places I don't play that if I did play, it would be strictly paycheck. And a lot of those places are ran like it's the 1980s, and they get a lot of old road dudes. And it's insane when you see some of these people who still close their set by going, I'll leave you with this, and they tell a street joke. And it's perfectly formatted. Right. Um, and they make money going and playing um, VWs, <laughs> going playing Elks Lodges, Temples. Yeah. Small potatoes all over the area, and they can get good money and make a living still, yeah. but they're not trying to advance the art form. And that's... Look, you don't have to. You right. really don't. There, there's I, something to be said for it. Their job, their job is to entertain a room of people. That's what they're doing. I have, I have a certain amount of respect for them, but these, these people who are still... Look, I, I left Syracuse maybe two years ago. I saw some people doing the same jokes two years later that weren't working two years oh, ago. What yeah. are you doing? Why are you doing this? Why don't you just do something else? But there's people else? still doing that here. I know a girl, God right. bless her, same act when I moved here eight and a half years ago. And you I, ain't got it on TV yet. Did, 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 did it, it work then? <sighs> Man, I'm uh, this, uh, not really. How much are we drinking? Uh, Benji knows uh, knows who I'm talking about, and um, this person had a great opportunity, and it it's um. 
I would that also person say, will never recover from it. Let's I don't say it like think that. this is a comedy specific thing. This is an art form thing in general. It's a life thing. It, yeah. Are, are you trying to get better and grow and get out of your comfort zones, or are you trying to sit back and coast type of thing? What, what what need are you trying to get filled to? Are you trying to are you trying to make an income? Are you do you just want attention? Do you just want reaffirmment? You know what are you what are you looking for? And those things blur as well when you've been trying to do it for those latter reasons of, you know, being creative or or growing the art form, and you go, oh wow, I got to make a paycheck. So then I let me make sure I continue getting booked. I can, I continue getting booked when I continue to kill. I continue to kill when I use the old stuff that That's, continues to work. Um, don't want to sound like a guy who who may or may not have had pregnancy scares in the past but um you start going holy shit if i end up having a kid and if this period doesn't come in the next day or two um in eight months i need to consistently make money i either have to go back to getting a day job and probably killing myself which would not be good for the kid do you have or uh, i'm gonna have to make as much money as possible as a comedian i might have to sell myself out and play every shithole in staten island and Long Island and, and New Jersey ultimately and doing uh, uh, hacky shit if I had to. You hear people like Louie who needed that to take their career to yes. the next level. They go, wow, I have kids. This isn't about me having a good time being a comedian. This is greater than me. So let me take this to another level of seriousness, however you want to describe Most it. Most people, but. I think, would go the other way. Would, would go with I could see closing you. with the street joke. I am already going in that direction, I think. You think so? With with trying to say something and be real now. Yeah, I think uh, that's the path that will get you the most success yeah. in the long run. But, but it's... <laughs> well, because you don't you don't need to close with that street joke to 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 have the same result in that room. You can you can do you in that room and it still works. Yeah, I would think so. But fuck, man, I'll tell you, there's places I bo- I work that I am, have no idea why they keep having me back because I don't want to work at that level. Let me, let me let me say this too about about Syracuse. You know, I I started there. They they had one club that wasn't particularly good to local comics. They would every now and then they'd give you a guest spot. They would they wouldn't like host you or whatever. Yeah. But they said that if you tried to get up at other places, if you tried to even do like start your own bar show, they would ban you from the one club uh, in town. I okay. hate Funny that. Bone Funny Bone came into town. Eventually, run him out run him, run him out of business. Good. good. And, and, and I, well, no, I've got like you know when the, I was booking, I heard a lot of that also. Yeah. Different clubs that they didn't want you performing there, or they didn't want you saying where you performed. It's crazy. You want people performing as many places. That's how you know it's a good person. They're booked everywhere. You want that person booked everywhere to legitimize that it's a good. Also, they get better the more. That's it. It's crazy. That's so. I, crazy I make no that bones. People in comedy uh, are competing in it's that sense. I you mean, want comedy to be as successful as possible, and that happens when there are the most amount of clubs, when there are people coming out, when they have personal favorite comedians that they're going to see. You want all that. You want mo- the most exposure and the most buzz about what you're doing. It's crazy. Yeah, here's it. I work most places, but um, I make no bones. This is my home, and I love this place. I, I'm a flag bearer of this place. I almost live here. My girl thinks I live here. It's like, where are you at? I'm a stand-up. Why do you even go home? <laughs> I love this place. When's she coming on the pod? Yeah, we'll let's see. Get her out you know, let's, let's, we'll figure it out. We st- it's still kind of, you know, we, the, we uh, can't we can't really reveal much yet. There's, there's, there's some dogs we fucked. All right. I want to swing into this. Speaking of Let me making quick. the world. Yeah, yeah, Are we yeah. making any sense, Catch? Yeah, this is a great conversation. Why yeah, it's a great conversation. Hanging out, you're talking. Yeah, I worry sometimes that sometimes we're not as funny, and people are gonna go. But but Shut this up. is just some fucking good shit that we're talking is, like humans. Stop thinking. This is like improv. I should have done that 25 years ago. Stop thinking. Oh, Don't think. Right. Yes, please, my friend. What I was gonna say is we might need more booze though. Speaking of making just, the world a better place, and also you called out my hair, and we're drinking your now. Hair is delightful. Oh, okay. 
I think I'm 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 taking a, a, a Jewish New Year's resolution until the new year, until January first. Three month clean, no drugs, no alcohol. I'm thinking of shaving my head. If you're doing that, then yes, then I'm okay with to that. keep a physical reminder. This is That's a new beautiful. mindset to try to be in, but yeah, and also make the world a better place, make myself a better place, make my body a better place. I'm gonna. What do you guys think about that? That's great. What if we said no? What if we said you're? I mean, I think you you're an idiot. Shaving your hair is stupid, but no, the rest I like of that. It makes that. Well, I yeah. don't. No, no reboot. It's reboot. It's a reboot. It's a physical reminder on myself that like you're not what you were doing the past couple years. I love it. So put in cornrows. What? It, I would throw it out. Oh, I would love. Oh, that's a look. I would love cornrows. Change of plans. Still smoking weed and cornrows. (laughs) (laughs) Gonna be Rastafarian. That's my (laughs) boom, 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 boom. My resolution. (laughs) Yeah, and I'm one of the things is I want to do a good thing every day. I mean, do a good deed I can point to every day. You don't think you're doing a good deed every day? I'm not conscious about making sure I'm positive. That's even. But that's better. No, I want to make sure. Stumbling upon it, being a good person organically. But days go by where I don't. I want to be I want to be conscious of every day and say no day goes by where I don't do what I want to do. You know, that uh, in and of itself, I think, is one of the most important things, the awareness, the consciousness that not just that, because it's very likely that every day you do something good, but you don't think about it. But when the mind ideates on positive right. things, then, then you're training yourself to think positive first. So if you're consciously making an effort to do good things or to, you know, see the good in things, it right. be nothing but Both beneficial. Those, yeah. As we think, so we become. Exactly. Well, the problem, this, the the fear I have, and this starts next week, Rosh Hashanah, Jew New Year, Jew New, New year. year. There's a ring. There's a there's a rhyme there. Uh, you could just the say 24th. Jew Year, which I'm sure a com- at least five Happy comics Jew in Syracuse year. use that line. <laughs> Why don't they just call it Jew Year? It's closer. It was amazing. Right. The thing that I'm afraid of is like I've done this before. I've made it like I'm going to change moving forward, blah blah, and it's never worked. How do I make sure this? Well, there's no failure. You just do it. That's, but there's. I mean, I for during uh, actually it was after your birthday party. We, yes. did, we had a great time after his live podcast what birthday party. Drank a whole lot of whiskey. Felt like shit the next day. Coincided more or less with Lent. Like I decided to cut down on on drinking. Not like not drink, but just cut down. Uh, and it felt great. And so I think that's kind of what sustains you. This feels really good right now. And you don't need to have this like uh, insane scope of oh, this is a new me. I'm gonna do this forever. But just I'm doing this. It feels well, good. I'm gonna continue months. to do it. Yeah. But it's not even about it's not even about the 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 time is relatively arbitrary. Like I know it's in between yeah. the, the whatever Jew year, New Year, whatever. The Jew year to the New Year. But it's just the idea I'm of doing it, being aware of you're doing it. It feels good when you're taking better care of yourself. You feel better, and that's and that's how you sustain it. Mm. Yeah, it's gonna be yeah. Well, there's no failure. There is failure. No, there's no failure. Let's so what I if you drink? If you you're not an addict, but if you drink I after could two scale weeks, back. But it's okay. It's, we all could and everything. But in two weeks, you have a drink. Who cares? No, you learn from I that. think it's important. But you learn to from stick that. My guns. But it's good. But you're doing this just for health. But you're. But just the fact that you're making the conscious decision to try this it, means it, you're already on your way. But the, the the why is as important as the what. So just not doing it for the sake of not doing it is pointless. But if you're not yes. doing it because it's better for you, then if you slip up, it don't mean shit. You know. Yeah, I think I'm not doing it because I relied on it to self-medicate and to distract myself and to not be as productive. Well, I'm drunk right now, so I don't have to be productive tonight. I'm drinking. But you are productive. I am, but there's more in me. I feel like there's a there's a more I, of a me in me I, that hasn't come out yet. I mean, I think I think you will enjoy it. I think that I hope at so. least the productivity I experienced, I was I was also much happier then. I mean, I think that's one of the reasons why I need to you drink now and to meditate so can, and to work we'll out and to eat good. healthy and you just, yoga too. 
I'm doing yoga. Oh, my God. Damn. All right, I'm going to start doing yoga now, too. I'm not doing enough. It's working it's out. It's on us. Shit. Do your part. That's what I want to do. I got my life in my control. Let me do my part to make sure it's the top that's, notch. That's well, you, you know what? You're almost like a, we were talking, you're almost like a father now. Like with, with 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 like managing people, there's now people uh, who are dependent upon you performing. I know at your that's best. why. There's, and also now that I don't have a boss, like it's weird working for myself. Yeah, your own boss. So I go, well, am I done for today? Now, do I mean, people know I this? Yes. I mean, uh, we've hinted at this a show. Mm-hmm. Ben- Benji has a management company now. Started my own company, Sweet Wine Productions. As, as of this episode, it's official. <laughs> it's <laughs> official. No, it's a it's, it's official. an LL, it's official LLC. I got a website. I got people know about me and shit. There's but a, it's weird. It's weird trying to start your own thing because they go, okay, I'm not accountable to anyone but myself. Am I doing the most I can do? Is there more I can be doing? But, the, but that's why you're going to be drinking. I had to break it I'm going to be drinking. Yeah. Um, when you work more, I mean, it just, the shit that you have to deal with already and the little what we talk about. I should be mature enough or whatever enough to not have to drink to deal with whatever is thrown my way. But you I meet think. most of these guys. Oh, holy shit, man! That, that's that's where madmen comes from. I mean, it's like, oh, I got to deal with this. I mean, there's some big things in this business that happen, and it, like I'm, I'm finally catching up on. Louis. I don't think drinking makes those things. And you don't have to do it at noon, but yes. <laughs> but uh, you, dude, I'm watching that episode of Louis when. He's offered the Tonight Show right. or, or uh, the Late Show with Letterman. And how do you make a deal for a late night show, all those millions of dollars, and not have a scotch after a meeting like that? Like, it's ins- I don't even drink scotch, but I'd be like, yes, I'll what have a thing? scotch. What does a scotch do to that deal or to you that it relaxes you? Look at me. I'm <laughs> sore as shit, and I'm stressed out with shit. I got an audition. This, we got this thing this- we're working with. And it's like, you know what? I need a glass of wine right now this goes, at 5 o'clock. I'm and I hear fuck. that, which is why I'm not going to tell people yeah. to stop smoking or drinking or whatever. I think there are a lot of benefits to alcohol and marijuana and blah, blah, blah. But I know for me, when you start using it as a crutch... Crutch is no good. I can't deal with this unless... Um, do you um, feel it's this, a crutch right now? I think so. Okay. I do. Yeah, I think so too. As a friend, I appreciate it. <laughs> somebody who's seen you do it for as long as I've known you. Let me say this. No, it's there, true. I'm, I'm going to be the first there is, to say there is something about, uh There is something about, about drinking to sanctify the moment, that it goes way back. That it goes way back to biblical and pre-biblical times. Yeah, where, no, there is nothing better than you, you meet with your boys who you haven't seen in a while. You break up, oh, open great. a bottle of scotch. You drink. You laugh. You reminisce. That's and I ch- never want to ch- have that out of my life. But if that's... Every couple months or even once a month, you get to go into another place and really unwind. That's fine. But you shouldn't need that to get through your day-to-day. No. Which is kind of where I'm at. Okay. I just want to be honest. Well, I guess we're not going to refill on these drinks. Yeah, I of say, course hey, we are. I have to the 24th. I got to work. Hey, oh, USA. You, what? Can we, can we, uh, we could, this could be our break. Like a drink break. Well, how much longer are we going to do? No, I don't, I don't know. know. Another 20. Okay, then we'll go fine. drink more. I gotta, I gotta work. I can only drink. All right. So, what's our discussion here? Catch. Do we take a quick break and get one more round just to see where it takes us, or do we go till about fifty-five minutes and then we just go drink? I'm hundred percent in favor of a break. Come back with a drink and finish it up strong. Let's keep it fast, though. Okay. We'll be be like more alcohol, and then we'll discuss how we're quitting. We'll see you in a minute. What's your life? Got my PhD in uh, in concert film because I wanted to go back to school and study the concert film. Write my dissertation on it. I don't about know rock and means. documentaries. We're back. Okay, 
you heard Supertramp talking about concert films, and because of that, we're not going to talk to about it about concert films for twenty minutes. I, <laughs> I didn't have anything to say about it. I just stylistically, I like I like it jumping in to conversation. Well, well look, because this as your producer, I can't. Yeah, you're a producer. I can't talk about how we end up talking about YouTube's right on hum, because I don't want the idea stolen. But let's just say I have an idea that involves it. Let me throw this question your way. Okay, and we're back from our diabetes slash getting more back. red wine. Right. Boozed up, we're ready to go. I drink red wine in the in the fall. I went from beer because it tastes good in the summer. Red wine, I'll, I'll, winter. We'll, yeah. we'll go back to whiskey. As but you should. On. The leaves are falling. It's time to reflect. Whiskey during winter warms you up a little bit. Oh yes. Red, I see beer more as a fall thing than wine, though. There's like pumpkin know. ale. No, no. Like, well, I'll have October. If you don't think I'm drinking Oktoberfest, Oktoberfest. Yes. there's all that type. I of like guys. that beer, but right now a little red wind. Well, how about how about this? You drink red wine when the leaves fall because it's the best drink to drink while you reflect on your own mortality. Mm. Speaking of that, so I was on Pornhub <laughs> earlier. No, right. And I searched for Jew Year's coming up. Jew Year. What changes are you making? I'm throwing it to you, James. For Jew Year. In general, right now, if you had to, to reflect on this the past 12 months and to say the next 12 months, I want to make changes, conscious changes in my life to make myself happier, healthier, whatever it is that I want to achieve. Wow. I don't know if you Let's want to start brainstorming. What, what would you do right there? What do you think is most lacking in your life that you can put time and energy my things, towards? Things happen pretty decent for me, to be quite honest. Um, and by the way, being grateful in perspective like that, super Things super happen honest. good. Uh, I'm seeing someone that I'm crazy about. Uh, I've been very selfless with that. I guess I'm bragging about that, which I shouldn't have to. But it's like it, I've never been selfless really like this. So that shows growth in me as a human. Um, I've come close, I guess, in the, in the business. I've had a decent year. Like I've come close to landing a few things. Which scares you going, well, maybe I'm only supposed to be close. But the closer you get, it shows that you're knocking down the door. And I'm someone who's supposed to be poisoned two years ago. I was basically told I was poisoned. And so that was huge. Um, I do think I need to be, be honest, more honest. I, mm. I think I need to be more blunt. I think I need to expose myself more. I think I also have to be not necessarily meaner, but not as nice. And I know that probably sounds horrible to people. But I think that may, that's something that's held me back in a sense. It's helped me... In a certain level. Yeah. But on stage, I definitely think I mean, maybe even on this podcast, I have to be more blunt, I think, because mm. I have that aspect to me. What, how were you poisoned two years ago? Oh, uh, no. I've, ne- I've no never heard, I've never heard anything with that. What was the, the hat? Everything was a gimmick. Everyone just thought, every, uh, I think I've discussed Character. this. Before. Okay. Yes. Well, then don't talk but about it, it. But it's fair. I mean, but. Um, and, yeah. And I think that that idea of, you know, it sounds almost rude. I need to be less nice. But what you're often people are nice to, to, protect themselves i don't want to have to deal with such situations and they're hurting the other person they're hurting themselves so it's kind of that like rip the band-aid situation where like if i can do this right right now in the long run i'm helping everyone and i'm doing the right thing yeah um on stage i was told um you're a different kind of insult comic you're kind of a nice insult comic i think that's a good description that is a good description and then i think about then people don't want to give me a shot and the difference is you see the guys who are the insult comics now, the modern days, the Vosses and that. They crossed the line. Mm-hmm. And he's a sweetheart off stage. He's a really nice dude. No one questions he's a shitty person. But he's a, you know, <laughs> no, but no one's like, oh, he's a, he's a good dude. Like, he, Voss is a good no, dude. No, he's good on stage, but in real life. No, no, no. It's opposite. But on stage, he, he says some horrible things to people. Yeah. And I sometimes don't cross that line. And 
I think it is an aspect of me, and I think maybe I should. And I think you could be, be creating a new type of crowd work improv comic you, that doesn't have to shit on the crowd. You can run with them, elevate the whole show, which I think is a strength you of You can't yours. be a dick, though, if you're hosting. Uh, there's, Not as hosting. A, as a, yeah, if you do in other spots, you could. But as, a, as, like, as, as somebody who's night managing downstairs watching the show, there's some hosts who do it. It's disruptive sometimes yes, to the I show when, when, it's, when that's where it comes from. I agree. But uh, in an industry standpoint, they, they do want controversy. They do want people who, if you polarize, that means you're going to be... As much as you get hated, you're also going to be loved on the other side, and it's that's marketable. because as much as they want controversy, they hate it. Anything that crosses, once you cross that line of controversy and say something you shouldn't have, a word or a phrase You'll or still stereotype, get a stereotype, I don't know. You drop, you know, you see like Gilbert Gottfried or these guys who just Still said, working. Not like he was, though. He's fine. He, he, he's he fine because he he's that quack, quack money no more. I don't know. It... it, it Remember, everything moves so quick in this cycle. Yeah, what that feels like twelve years ago when he shat on the Jews. He's still working. He's in Where? Expendables three and two. Yeah, he's making because that's, uh, that's what he was doing before. He's got that Aladdin one and two residuals. He don't need. Mel Gibson, Gilbert Gottfried. Gilbert Gottfried. Oh, we're a little yeah. behind on shit. <laughs> so I don't know. I just still want to keep being truthful, and I want to tell more stuff that I've been scared to say on stage. I think I'm a little more honest here. Um, had a nice moment with here my, on the podcast. podcast. Yes, I'm thinking I think I'm a little you more honest. Bring that to the stage. Yes, I need more of that. You and I agree what do you think keeps you back from being that honest on stage? I, and at times I have. I said some really honest. I've been saying a lot of very honest shit of late. But there's some material I need to tackle. I don't know. I'm getting out. I don't know. There's some weird shit. What too do many you people think holds know me. you back? So let's say okay, you said there are people you know. Yeah. Too many people you know. Let's say all those people you know they hear what you have to say on stage with this new being honest james l Mattern. now what you think they're not going to talk to you what well, is not even that i think friends it, it, exposing yourself to something so personal and then if it doesn't get a laugh i'll probably get pissy well, i know just, it's a process yeah, but that's I an think emotional there's, there's, you know jokes need to develop there's, there's, yeah. there's a difference time. between like saying your truth and saying somebody else's you know like there's there if your truth involves somebody else that's you know one thing is is if it's just your decision to say something that happened to you but if it's something that happened to you that they did or about them that affected you and turned you into who you are you're putting their business out there which should be their decision not yours in some cases i'm not is saying you put other people's people shit out there i'm saying for you things that are your perspective that are only you that at the end of the day they come back to your story and your personality the reason you're not comfortable or or maximizing that on stage is what the feedback? It's the other comedians? Is it the audience? Is it the I guess industry? exposing too much and maybe even with um, not being like in a relationship of like if I say some of this crazy shit I've done too much and put it out there that you make my girl uncomfortable. Yeah. Mm. And uh, so there's that shit. Do you think there's any aspect of people appreciating it that your girl will be like, wow, people, I think this applies to everyone I and think, no one talks yeah, about women, it. And women I think it's going to happen. Like that. <laughs> Ugh. Don't, don't, let's just not hang ourselves on that. Um, or I think it's going to get a way it. to frame it that it doesn't make you look, listen, I know you, you're ultimately a fucking amazing guy. Aww. You're not going to say shit that makes that like, yeah, I forgot all those times I murdered babies. No, wow. that's not going to be the story. You're That'll telling. be my third hour. It's, <laughs> we'll build up to that. Well, I also think, look, I'm building now that I'm doing more material. I'm going to do an hour somewhere, probably in the, in the next year. We were discussing that off this mic. Room. I think this room's where we're going to do it. And um, 
the first hour is just going to be getting it out. And it's st a lot of stuff that I've used on stage doing crowd work. And then I realized is a narrative. But I know the second hour will be something. That's mm -hmm. the one I can't wait to get so to because that'll be the really the yeah. personal and it's, maybe even dark. And we'll talk about some of this shit. Look, look, I've, I've met a lot of dark shit on this show. I mean, yeah, I'm, sure. you know, but, but uh, it's also amazing how personal you take that. And I've been on stage a couple of times and it feels like the end of the world. And it's so funny when it's over and you're like, oh, there are no real ramifications. They yeah. laughed. They didn't laugh. I'm healthy. I'm alive. I'm here. They don't kill this you. This wasn't that big a deal. That I'll get to go up again with a totally fresh crowd. Yes. That'll judge me from, the, from, from, you know, from A, but yet you take it so seriously. So, so, so sometimes it's only in your own head. I can't reveal too much or I can't be myself. Instead of riding the moment, they go, this is just one crowd and one show and I'm going to be myself and then we'll see what happens from there. I ad lib a lot of really honest stuff when I'm up there. Like, you know, last night I have a bit I'm working on and just got into a conversation with the audience before that, setting it up, that was incredibly honest about... And how to go over. It was great. It went really great. Have it was, you tried it again? Who knows? Well, try last it night. I'm not working tonight, so... Are you consciously say, hey, let me bring that to the stage? Yeah, so I know it now. I'm I, up? Yeah, it's, it's talking about, you know... You I have a bit about public displays of affection, right? Okay. And I have no shame in it because I never... And it dawned on me, I talked about it last night. It's like, I never thought I was going to get pussy. I never thought girls would ever kiss me. I was a famine to females most of my life. So How when I got it, if I got that eye lock, I'm going for it now. We're going for the Hail Mary mm. before the clock hits zero. And so I have no shame. And I want people to know I'm hooking up. Yeah. Yeah. I got mine, son, for tonight. And so it's never been a big deal to me. Never. How and about I, more I enjoy personal it. stuff. What's that? How about more personal? Well, that's it. But about I, your mother. Well, I also brought up that, you know, I had no tooth for 12, like 10 years. No one in my family is like, figured, you know, we should probably give him a tooth now. Mm -hmm. Oh, he'll be fine with big Coke bottle of glasses. So I, I started like being honest about that last night as I'm setting up this PDA. How'd that bit. feel? Felt good. And I see some comics who I work with for years, like DeMeo's in the corner just laughing. And, he, and he's known me for years. There you go. Uh -huh. And it felt good. Of course, that dirt bag. Yeah, go way back with it. Feel, it feels different when when you when you open up. It feels I like it's it. a different. You know what I mean? You're not just you're not you're making him laugh, but you're not trying to make him laugh to the same extent. You're just trying to share. You're trying to connect. Yeah. And, and that's when it feels. Just, it's it's it's. You know what? It's like fucking and making love. Oh yeah. Fuck it's good. You may. They're, good oh, they're making both, love's amazing. Yeah, they're both great, but it's a different. It's a different level. It's a different breed. God, you ever like this? Sometimes. Uh, Let's go to making love for a second. When you you ever like, uh, God, it's gonna get kind of dirty, but in a loving way. Just do it. When you are missionary, but you're going slow and you're making out heavy, is beautiful. It it's is. it's it's that's not sex. That's not fucking. That is love. That that is an intense, beautiful feeling. And now you're prolonging it. You could probably just go and finish quick. It maybe is not as fun as fast and as rock and roll as you envision sex or see it in the movies. Not even pornos, but like in movies when it does it. But there's something about that. And you look and you're making eye contact, which is even saying it out loud sounds cheesy. But God, there's something. That's the thing that people try to explain to you about being in a relationship and love and real. It, it's it's unbelievable. That's slow. And I would say this. So most. So you're not that I've had that in eight years, but I mean, right. one day again, one day. You're comparing that to, I mean, we started this by saying that's similar to how you are going to be on stage. For yeah. most of human beings, 
the way they express that is in the situation you're describing, making love. They don't get to express that in a greater way, like to an audience where it's very revealing and I'm out there exposing myself. And they don't, and I think you have to embrace, as awkward as that is that opportunity, you have to embrace that opportunity and say, you know, this is my chance to, to have that moment. Now, here's something I think sometimes. Yeah. Uh, that it's not that, uh, that it's just like this, this moment that you're fucking somebody that you love, but it's that this is one of the few situations in which it's acceptable and okay and expected to display that love. Mm-hmm. That that's what makes a relationship so great is because you can love the other person, mm-hmm. not not vice versa. And you think showing that type of love just in public is is looked down upon or it's inappropriate? Well, or? you can't. I mean, you can't do that with most people. With most relationships in your life, you can't really love the other person, mm. but you can in a relationship, mm-hmm. a sexual relationship. You can you can do or it with perhaps your, you any, with your family. Any, you you know, know what I mean? You can do it. No, but to do it, you in could the, have in the that type of love in a non-sexual relationship. I think it's to a grandparent or yeah, parent yeah no, to or family, but to to, or, to really just to to. I think love is what feels great, and we aren't allowed to do it most of the time. This is some hippie shit. Yeah, some, no, I like it. Some deep hippie shit, but it's, we have it's, a hippie alert. Yeah, bring it on. <laughs> but you, but you, no, but, but really, you're not. You're not. I mean, that's why. I, like, I. I God damn it. I go to these like music festivals and shit and yeah. what makes them amazing is that you can love someone instantly. Yeah. Because within the within the rules that is set up by this setting and this event, you can you can just kind of experience that and feel that and say, I love you just because it feels good to love you. And you usually can't do that. Usually, you know, you, you have to have been dating somebody for five, six months or for have them to be, you know, like your parent right. or a friend you've known since you were, you know, twelve years old. So how do we take society to a place where they can experience love and show love in a way that isn't going to be self-conscious and maybe to to wrap this all back to like the whole middle east isis thing is that what humanity needs the ability to just be honest and real and show love when there is love and to be honest with how they're feeling in every moment all you can do is play your part all you can do is spread your love to the people around you try and love everyone i think people will be surprised how big their part can be now th- this is something actually but that's that's the key you spread it however you can and if you're an artist and you can spread your love through art then that's beautiful as well and that's going to help and hopefully reach more people it's not a foolproof plan nope. by no means i don't think that art necessarily dictates everything it can help people who want to blame violence on art Look, every about ninety eight like Frank Zappa said, ninety eight percent of the songs you hear on the radio are about love and how's that working out? So right. and peace. So you know, but do your part. That's all you can do. Mm-hmm. Stop worrying about everyone else. Do your part. And if you do your part good enough, you might influence someone where they'll start doing their fucking part. And that's that's all I think. Tramp. That's idealistic. You uh, think so? Absolutely. All right. Is that good or bad? I mean, you have a better vocabulary than me. You went to an Ivy League school. <laughs> Damn I right did I go did. to the Harvard of the, of the desert, UNLV. And I did go to the Harvard of New Haven. Oh, which is Yale. Oh, you <laughs> can't Yale. say that as a Yale boy, that, the Harvard, that no, Yale is the Harvard of something? I will say whatever I want, uh, whatever. They're going to take away your degree, young man. I wish they would. All right, I'll take it's it. Not, I'll pretend I went okay, there. Well, somebody ought to use it. So. so here's what I think. I think the ultimate problem is in the education system that we all go through from a very young age where we don't think about these things. We don't think about how do we spread love? 
or how do we gain self-awareness? Yeah, or... I, I completely agree with that, that there's no kind of... Uh, For some reason, learning the capitals ethical. is well, this, extremely and, and, and important, this is, and this is as much but as, how do you deal with frustrating things in life as, or, as, or expressing your love in awkward situations? Yeah, we... No, we, don't, we don't learn we that don't, in recess, uh, We don't teach... We <laughs> you don't, should know Eugene, sir. We don't, we, don't, <laughs> we, don't, we don't teach or value emotional intelligence. We don't. Which, which is... What do you mean? That we don't teach it or that we don't value it? It's just, what, what, just Both. What well, like we teach, we teach these facts. The capital of this, this is how right. you we read it. Right. Yeah. Which and, is even, important. We're not trying to And even backing up that. to, uh, you know, this country was founded upon the separation of church and state, but it's not necessarily a bad thing to have them be one and the same, to have everyone living in somewhere have the same values that can, that can elevate. I don't know about that. Look what? how fucked up Russia is. What's that? What's that? I mean, all it's all the Orthodox Church, and it's but so not, powerful. But not necessarily, you know. If you yes, if, you got to watch the Pussy Riot documentary, baby. It'll yeah, rethink but it everything. Not a re- it's not a religious. Oh no! But, but, to, but to raise to raise people with it's values commie, and to be as everything. invested in Rock. those values that the whole society says this is right, this is wrong, this is good. So we're all going to work for the good together. That's something to be to be appreciated. That's something to strive for. I feel like. And an ultimate good of these are the values that every human being is entitled to. You're allowed to think what you want. You're allowed to do what you want. You can't harm other people. You can't tell other people what to do with their lives. You mean lives. the golden rule, which is really the simple, the simplest religion? Well, what does it take honest? for humanity to get to that golden well, the big, rule I mean, the biggest, on the, a global scale? Well, we need to teach it. to. It starts with macro, micro, the small. Micro. It starts with you teach your kids that. Right, so and shouldn't that be them, part of the education system? To be like, hey, you're going to learn all this stuff over the course of your life. Be humble. The things you know, there's things outside of that. Be in, Have an open mind. Don't force people to know what you think is right. You teach them, people will. and they teach you. And as much as I fucking, oh, you know, speak as your mind. As far as I think we are from that yes. type of, and I would describe that as a utopian society, I would, even though we shat on that before. I think, you know, we're too, human beings as a whole, we're, we're too smart to be this stupid. We're, we have these brains and Ignorance is bliss, my them. friend. We're also kind of this stupid because we're this smart. Because we want, it doesn't we have, have to, to shut it off sometimes. It is so scary knowing things. That's why, why? you go it's and you watch no, fucking Real Housewives of, that, of, of Tuscaloosa, because you need to shut it the fuck down sometimes. I know really well, smart why? people who indulge in stupid things because know, you need to you shut down. You shouldn't have to indulge in stupidity to it's, counteract no, intelligence. Oh, but the real housewives of Tuscaloosa is delightful. There's nothing it's wrong with that. There's nothing, <laughs> yeah. there's nothing wrong with turning it off. And even, even like sports, there's nothing. I think sports is a fantastic anything, example. Any, there's nothing we wrong with that. We took the very animalistic Ooh. desires, right? Running and jumping and throwing and competitiveness and opponents and we turned yeah, it's it real in- housewife shit. They're no, but we, but we very consciously turned it into something that is not dependent on survival, right? So in the oh, those drives are survival instincts, right? I need to hunt. I need to survive. We turned them into meaningless things. But yeah, sports, and that's what everyone loves to shit on sports. No, it's, it's just throwing a ball into a thing. Yeah, imagine if your food depended no, on No, but the on, good sports the are, are beyond that. Like, yeah. there's intellect no, to football yeah, and basketball. There is. There's chess and there's plants. Yes. But I think, it's a whole I, I, chess game. I think his, his point, and what people hate on sports, 
for the fact that they don't really matter. That's but I what think, makes it amazing. Yeah, that's the value. That's is the so we have something that doesn't matter right. that we can care about and be invested in. That's what I love about fantasy sports. Oh. Is that I can get obsessed with something because in the back of my mind, if I come in last place... It's meaningless in it's my meaningless life. Right. I still you could, get to you could eat. two hundred bucks on it. You know what I mean? It could be whatever money you throw in it. You get to choose the how league much. We play a lot in, of people do it for free. Yeah. It's it's well, pride. It's, you guys are both in a league. You didn't invite me. Well, this yeah. is last year. If we have a spot in hoops, you're it's, more it's, welcome. I don't. I don't follow basketball. All right, then you're fucked. All right, my football league is very Wait, who selective. Else, who, else is in, who else is in this league? My football league's only eight teams, mostly cousins. Okay. Anyone with him in front of me? What's oh. that? He would be, but he doesn't want a football team. We had an opening for two one violent. hour. We, I was going to reach out to Benji, but I went to my boy Franny, who's also in Good. the other leagues, and Good. he came in. But he's the guy I used to talk to about my moves, and now he's in my league, and I can't discuss strategy with no. him. Yeah. That being said, talk um, with me if you want. I Just sure have to get Kirk Cousins now that RG three is out. All right, look, this has been delightful. Let's. It's look, golden rule. That's what it's about. Do unto others. Spread love. Don't be a mama Luke. Right? That's what we're saying. Cacciatore, what are your closing thoughts? Oh, man, you put me on the spot. I don't know. I mean, I think um, just kind of going back to what you guys are talking about, the idea of how do you spread love, you have to – and how do you have a, an honest moment on stage? you got to put your ego away at a certain point, yes. you know, and just – Amen. Don't filter it through that. Just be honest and, you know, don't be afraid to t- tell somebody you love them, whatever, you know. It's getting rid of the ego a little bit. And I love you guys. I can say that right now. Um, Benji, please go with the plugs, man. I became a hippie now, Trent. Good. More people should. Let's listen to some canned heat live in 1943. Ah, I don't, fuck. I don't think All I had was a, a candy bar. Now I'm drinking this. All right, protein bar, and I'm drinking wine. I had some good Hit songs. Country. <sighs> what no am I going to do for supper? My girl's on it with her friends tonight. Don't I have stress. No gigs. That's the no, first I need, thing. I, I, this is the type of night you know, where I'm drinking wine. Do. I should go, go have home. a nice meal and, and drink some sake should, and not give a shit. Go home and cook. No, it's too. It's I'm trying to cook oh, more. Go fuck Part yourself. of my. You go fuck you. yourself. Hey, are we doing it right, Chris? <laughs> now we're spreading love. You go fuck yourself. I gotta that was work. The best. I can't. I gotta work. He just gave. He gave a suggestion. Neither of us checked our ego. No, fuck you. <laughs> now go fuck yourself. Fuck I you. spread love the way I want. No, fuck, fuck you. you. Spread the love I want. Fuck your cooking. <laughs> fuck your face. Stick it up your church. Benji, please with the with the plugs. I'm going. The, the best hippies. of BS on Twitter. Please check out all of Stand Up New York Labs. Labs, jeez, oh, how much have we been drinking? Too much? Not enough? Oh, Who knows? Three Just three. Listen, we got a I'm great. Two. Uh, Me too. We Benji's have fucking the best podcast. It's all free. This is shit you guys should be listening to. It's free and it's out there and it's original content and it's the brightest minds. Whatever you're listening to in general, scrap it. Listen to this. Listen to the rest of Labs. We got a promo oh, code. Great. Lust for all our friends out there. We, that's four U's. Lust. That's the promo code. No, it's L-U-S-T. Spread the word. If you know people with good stories, you want to pe- yeah. we want people who have life experiences, who can enlighten the life that we typically have and to show us the different perspectives <laughs> life has to offer. So follow me on Twitter. <laughs> That's it. And check out the rest of Labs. That's all I have to say. Delightful. Super Tramp. Yeah. Hey, what are you guys doing uh, September 26th? That is next Friday. Uh, if you're doing nothing, you should come that's up to the Labs. No, it's next Friday at 236 West 78th yes. Street. 
I'll be throwing down some tracks in the studio, recording a little comedy MP3. Uh, I call it an album, but that sounds pretentious. So it's an MP3, and uh, come be in the audience, and I would uh, appreciate it. Good. That's outstanding. I'm Cacciatore. Um, just if you guys want to follow me on Twitter, it's Mansamp, M-A-N-S-A-M-P. Uh-huh. I appreciate it, and uh, great conversation. I love you guys. I love you, Catch. Oh. What was this? You just did Oh, I said I love you, but my mouth oh. is full of whiskey. Well, that's insanity. I'm James L. Mattern, Facebook, Twitter. Check out this podcast you're listening to. Check out Television, the podcast. It comes out on Thursdays. It's Chris Laker and I reviewing the water cooler shows, basically. Love it. And um, it's going really well. We love it. Every Wednesday, check out uh, Get in the Ring, a Guns N' Roses appreciation podcast with myself and my cousin Tim Warner. Um, dude, just spread love. Come to this club. Check me out. Check out my Facebook and Twitter. I'll tell you where I'm at usually. We got some good things happening. Um, mad love to everyone. Part of this uh, little thing here, man. At stand up at the labs, man. Mad love to catch toy Chris Flannery. Right? Did I say your last name right? Flannery, but I'm a that's cunt. Fine. I'm sorry. You got it. No, Flannery. You got it. Um, give it Minnesota John Fatigate, Donnie and Gabe, Super Tramp. Always give it. Uh, cousin Nick and his baby Little Nick. God bless you. I still haven't reached out to you because I'm a bad cousin and I've been just pulling hair out of my head, running around like a headless chicken out here. Um, Uncle Billy, mad love. Timothy Styles for the music, mad love. Stepdad Keith, all my family, cousin John, everyone. Just keep supporting this shit, man. You all are rock stars. Stay gold, pony boys and girls. And until next week, we're all worth a million of prizes. Don't you forget it, baby. I'm feeling rough, I'm feeling rough.